In other words, I've got a piece to speak. And blow hot or cold, I'm gonna speak it. Let's do this, Johnny! Well, hello, and God bless you. Brother Ron here, and I pray that you're having a wonderful day. I pray that you're enjoying the goodness and the blessings of the God of the Bible. And I give God the praise for being so good and so kind. So how's everybody doing out there today? <laughs> oh my, I'm happy to be back here. Hey, today we're going to pick back up off of my, one of my favorite verses, I said. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and... I'm uh, sorry, 2 Timothy chapter Yo! 3. Hold on a second. What's that? Yeah, what's up, brother man? Yo! Yeah, what can I do for you, brother man? What? Yo, I know you hear me! Yeah, I hear you fine. Stop interrupting the show. Okay. Okay, so let me... Yeah, my favorite scripture, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, verse 16. That's what we're going to pick back up off. That's where we left, that, left off on last show. So welcome back and uh, get your Bibles out. Blow the dust off the covers if you haven't opened your Bible in a while. <laughs> get your page figure their page turning figures ready because we're going to blast through this and uh, break it on down in Second Timothy three sixteen and onward. And as always, I like to start the show off right with the uh, oh beginning prayer, opening prayer. So bow your heads and pray with me, if you would, please. Heavenly Father, open our eyes, our spiritual eyes and understanding to your word. Let your Holy Spirit take them and make them real and living in our hearts and in our lives. Now, Heavenly Father, may the Spirit of God be our teacher, for I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all, let's do it to it. (laughs) All right. right. So we left last left off. <clears throat> last week, excuse me, last week on uh, the Second Timothy um, chapter three, verse sixteen, and we're just getting into that. And I was uh, relaying how it was one of my favorite verses. So let's turn there to your in your Bibles to uh, Second Book of Timothy or Second Paul's Second Epistle to Timothy, chapter three and verse sixteen, and it reads as follows. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, that is, it's God-breathed, and is profitable for doctrine or teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, training, and righteousness. Why? That the man or woman of God may be perfect, complete, thoroughly furnished, or equipped unto all for every good work, for every good work. For anything that may come up in your life, the word of God is there. It's it's, it's profitable for anything that you're facing in life. So I'm not going to go over the background to this um the, this book or the Bible, this epistle. Um, if you missed it, go back and see. Go back. Well, I think it's two weeks back. <laughs> we've been honest. Go back and and listen to those two shows, and you you know, catch yourself up with where we are today. So again, Paul here is telling us how we are to get into the word of God um, that it's given to us by God is God breathe and it's profitable for, for teaching and for training us um, so that we can become complete and fully furnished or equipped in the good work of God. Now, Paul goes on to further say, if we jump over to chapter four real quick, we'll see, uh, was it chapter four, chapter four and verse number Two, okay. Second Timothy four and two. And uh, I'm gonna read that real quick. And uh by the way, I'm reading out of the New King James Version Bible today. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, 
exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap upon themselves teachers. Now, who's he talking to about here? Who's the um, they? Well, that's the that's the saints of God, right? The believers in the body of Christ. So this links back up to um, chapter two, verse fifteen, which we talked about last week. So not only is he uh, Timothy, not only supposed to study the word so that he can understand it or stand, he needs to study so he can give it to others so they can stand also. That's verse fourteen of chapter two. Um, let's go read that real quick. Of these things. Put them in remembrance. And again, the them is the body of Christ, the body of believers. You know, we're living in hard times, um, Timothy, and that's what Paul is saying. We're living in hard times, Timothy, and you need to put the people in remembrance of this, the body of believers in remembrance of that we need to stand on the word of God. It's hard times. If you're going to stand, you need to know. And if you're going to stand, they need to know the word of God. And the only way they're going to know it, Timothy, is if you give diligence if you give diligence to your study, to rightly interpreting and handling the word of truth. And that applies to us today also. If we're going to endure persecution and hard times in this crazy world, it will only be as as we are anchored in the truth of God's word through our diligent study. So if you want to not only survive, but to thrive and have, you have to study the word of God. There's no way around it. The word of God is what's going to get you through and the proper interpretation and application of it is what's going to make you have a victorious life in Christ. So uh, let's turn over to uh, Matthew chapter 24, um, verses 3 to 14 real quick. Matthew 24, beginning at verse 3. Okay, Matthew 24, beginning at verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when these things will be. And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? So here we have the disciples asking Jesus, you know, what will be the signs of your second coming, Lord? You've been talking about your coming back again. So how can we tell? What would be those signs? And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another, then many false prophets will rise and deceive many, and because lawlessness will be and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom of God will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So that's that's Jesus' reply to the disciples when they ask him, Lord, when are you coming back? How will we know? And he gives this lengthy reply of what's going to happen, the earthquakes and, and various places, the famines and wars. We have that today, right? We've had that throughout human history from time past um, when Jesus set foot on the earth and, and he was resurrected. We've And even before that, we've, as a human being, as a human, um, the human body, 
we have experienced that in one way or another. So those are the perilous times that Paul was referring Timothy to. And I'm, again, I said last week, um, we're in perilous, we're in perilous times today. Perilous times today, right? Some, some may say yes, others may say no. It just depends on how you look at the days. I mean, if you look at the news lately, right, with all that's going on in the Middle East and the Ukraine and everywhere else that they're having their wars, I'd say we're in pretty perilous days. And if perilous, if it was perilous back then in Paul and Timothy's days, certainly is today and now our day. Wouldn't you agree with me here? Okay, so how can we survive this? How can we thrive as Christians, right? How can we overcome day by day doing what's right and not being ashamed of it? How? By being thoroughly studied and diligent in our observation, interpretation, and application of the Word of God to our lives. And as I know what God is saying is His Word, as I know for myself, I'll be able to stand, you'll be able to stand, no matter the ridicule, you know, no matter the persecution, we won't be ashamed. I won't, I won't be someone who shrinks back when hard times comes, and neither will you. And and the hard times, as we said, we just read Matthew um, 24, the hard times, you know, they will come. They do come and they will come. And that's the application here. If we're going to be Christians that stand and are not ashamed and are able to help others stand, it's only going to be as we know to study the Word of God for ourselves and make sure we interpret it right on the money, right? We got to get it right first time through. Well, we got to get it right. Yeah, okay. All right. Um in these last and evil days, we need more than ever to give attention to God's word. We're amid a great apostasy or a falling away. Um, and the only recourse we have as children of God is, and the only way we can survive is by standing upon the word of God. So read Second Timothy, read the entire book from the beginning to the end. And if God leads you to stay there and take as take it in as long as the Holy Spirit has you to, you know, it's okay. There's no one out there saying, you better read this many chapters a day or books a year out of the Bible. You can camp out here in Second Timothy. You can meditate on this over and over you know, to chew upon it uh, as a cow chews a cud, right? Read it again and again. You know, and then spend spend an hour in Second Timothy today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. And I promise you, you'll never get tired or you'll never get to the end of Second Timothy Um there's there's a ton of riches in there. You can mine a ton of wealth just out of this book alone, Second Timothy. So, um, yeah, take the time. It'll be worth your while to to go through Second Timothy and uh, study that. And while you're at it, why don't you just read the First Timothy also? Okay, First Timothy and Second Timothy. Spend some time in those books and see it as Paul speaking, not just to Timothy, but speaking directly to you. P- place yourself in the in the picture here, right? You can be Timothy, and you're opening in the letter, the scroll that Paul has sent you, and you hear his voice coming through as he as he ministers to you. So, yeah, put yourself in Timothy's place and imagine Paul is writing to you. All right. So, we're just scratching the surface today in this study. Um, again, if we're going to stand strong and stand strong in what um, the old saints used to say these last and evil days, we need to study. We need to know exactly what God says in his word and what he is, what he means by or meant by it. So I'm challenging you again now. You know, what are you going to do? Are you going to be somebody who says, "I really don't care. I don't think I need to study. I'm just going to, you know, go keep going the way I've been going all these years." You know, I'll go to church and 
let them let the pastor tell me what the Bible says or teach me what the Bible says or or are you gonna going to be like the Bereans uh, like we saw back in uh, the book of Acts I think I believe it's Acts eleven seventeen um, somebody who searches the scriptures daily someone who studies who's diligent in interpreting the scriptures who gives a lot of energy and focus to it who are you going to be are you going to be somebody who's diligent and committed or are you going to just go keep on your merry way and uh, wait until <laughs> Jesus comes or he calls you home to glory? All right. So that person's going to be the person who's going to stand is that is the one who studies the word of God and handles it, handles it rightly, handles it diligently. Who's going to keep moving forward. That person's going to keep growing and maturing in a Christian walk. And that's going to be the person, you know, um, who when these tough times come and when people and friends and family members laugh at you for your, what you believe and what you're, you're espousing, when they laugh at you for being a Christian, and then ultimately when it becomes illegal to be a Christian, and you know, those days are going to eventually come. We, you already see it happening in, in Canada, and it'll eventually come here. I pray that it won't, but, you know, it's a good chance that it's going to come here. So they're going to be the ones who are standing in the end because they know, they know that they know um, the word of God. So I, my question to you is, is it, is it going to be you? Who are you going to be? Are you going to be that person standing at the end when it all comes down to it? So that's a good question. You have to answer for yourself. I can't answer that for you. Uh, but again, the diligence with which... Um, we approach the study of scriptures, which is so critical to blessings in my life and your life, so critical to you having joy, so critical to your usefulness in the body of your Christ, so critical to the glory of God. The diligence with which you approach the critical study of the scriptures is directly correlated to your view of the scriptures directly. So if you have a weak view of the word of God, of the Bible, I promise you, you're going to have a weak interest in it, right? You're not going to want to study it if you don't think highly of it. The Bible is the most powerful book in existence. We we kind of saw that the past few shows as we've gone through the study in 2 Timothy and back in Hebrews. But it's the most powerful piece of literature ever penned, ever written. And as we saw earlier, yeah, yeah like I said, back in Hebrews 4 and 12, it's alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. And it has a capability to pierce into every soul, to the very soul of man and dissect man and reveal his own or his or her own nature and his or her own character and his or her own sinfulness, his or her own longings, be, uh, be they for sin or for God. And it can literally tear you to pieces. It cuts deep like a surgeon's scalpel. It's a powerful and living tool that God uses to expose what's in our hearts and the truth about us to ourselves, right? There's no lie. The word of God gets in there and it doesn't lie. It knows all things. It knows all things about us and it reveals that to us. And then at that point, it's up to you what you would do with that revelation. Are you going to act upon it or are you just going to dismiss it and keep going on with your life the way it is? Joshua 1, 8, 9 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you will go, wherever you go.
So again, I want to encourage each and every one of you out there today to study your Bibles, get into the Word of God, read the Word, stay with God's Word, because God's Word speaks to everything that will take place in your life. And God's Word is a roadmap. It shows you how to navigate, shows you what to do, how to get through things, how to get over things, how to stand and continue to press through whatever life throws your way. And you know, life throws things at all of us. So again, let's be like uh, James commands us to be, be doers of the word and not just hearers only. Um, Read the word of God, hear it, read it, study it, memorize it, do it or apply it. Just don't let your Bible sit there gathering dust. Just don't, you know, do a, 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 um, you know, do a a diligent job, a di- diligent handling of the Word of God. Just don't pick and choose scriptures. That's what I came for a daily devotional. But pick a book of the Bible and just read it. Just read it over and over and over again. Get a feeling for that book. You can start with Second Timothy. Pick a short book of the Bible and just read that Bible, you know, book over and over and over again. Uh, you know, that's a good idea for another uh, another show. Uh, how to do a Bible study, but get familiar with the books of the Bible and not just skipping scriptures. We all have our favorite scriptures, right? We all have those memorized or know where they find them, but get a feeling for the entire word of God. You don't have to start at Genesis. I recommend you start in the New Testament, pick out a book and just read it. Read it over the course of 30 days, straight, you know, straight 30 days every day. Just read that book. Don't try to study it or dig into it. Just read it for what it's there. And you get familiar with that book You'll know what it says overall, what the meaning is, the background behind it, and you'll be surprised at what you'll know about that book after 30 days. So, you know, try that out and see how that works for you, okay? Rightly dividing the word of truth. We want to be like Timothy. Paul is reaching out to us. He's telling us, hey, these are my last words before Nero, Caesar Nero, puts me to death. And I want you, Timothy, to to be diligent in handling the word of God and also be Diligent in sharing this with the other saints there, the other believers, the generations to come, or so the generations to come can carry out the word of God and proclaim it, right? And we're doing that today. We're the today generation, the now generation, from Paul's time up to now. We're picking up the baton, like I said, like in the relay races. We're picking up the baton and we're carrying it for it. And we'll keep, we're not only just preaching the word, but we're teaching the next generation, our children and grandchildren and so forth, to carry that baton for us until the return of Christ upon this earth. So that will wrap up our study of 2 Timothy uh, verses 2.15, and we saw 3.16, I believe it was today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, preach the word in in chapter uh, 4, verse 2. All good stuff. Like I said earlier, a few minutes ago, um, go back. Read the entire book of 2 Timothy from chapter 1 to chapter 4. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you and make it uh, quicken it and make it live to you and uh, how you can apply it to your life. Well, I hope this study has been a blessing to you. I surely enjoyed it. Again, it's my favorite. These are some of my favorite verses, and First and Second Timothy are a couple of my favorite books uh, in the Bible. And uh, I hope this ministered to you in some way, and that you'll take you get something from this, and that'll bless you. Um, it certainly has blessed me. Um, it made me. It convicted me that I need to be more diligent in handling God's word, not sloppily handling it. You know. Got to be like that skillful surgeon. You don't want a sloppy surgeon work operating on you and operating, right? So God doesn't want us either, right? So we want to rightly handle and divide the word of truth and to preach it and to teach it to others. 
Um, I can go on and on and on in this because I'm ministering to myself as I minister to you. So this is really blessing me. But it's all good. The word of God is good, right? It's living, active, sharper, two-edged sword, digs down, cuts through. Uh, we're going to get more. So join me more. So join me next week as we get into um, our next topic. Uh, again, on the word of God. And uh, you'll really get blessed from that too. I'm, I'm, I'm believing. Got faith, right? <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Well, it's that time again. I uh, hope you were blessed during this, today's show. Uh, our digging into Second Timothy. Uh, but before we go, there's always three things I ask of you. Number one, prayer. Pray for me. Pray for the show. Pray that God will use it to bless others and get the word of God out there. It means much more to me than you know you'll ever know. Uh, number two, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show, please sign up. Become a subscriber. And thirdly, uh, share the word. Share this show with uh, your one or two other people that are out there. Send them a link. Tell them about it. Tell them this is brother out there who's taking the word of God and breaking it down, trying to make it simple for us so that we can apply it to our everyday lives. Oh, wow. So um, come back next week um, for another episode of Breaking It Down as we uh, take on another topic here. And uh, in the meantime, be blessed, stay well, and I'll be praying for y'all. Anyway, I'm out of here, y'all. Peace.